0: Good
1: morning, good
0: morning, good
1: morning. Good morning, niggas and friends.
0: Welcome, welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. My name is Sidwitch. Please don't call me a bitch. And my amazing co-host.
1: Hey, hoes. It's your boy. It's your girl. It's your neither. Erin, aka your favorite bush queen, giving you all the tea and all the shade.
0: Yes. Okay. So. Whoo. Ciao. I, I, I'm not gonna lie when i um, when me and uh, Aaron decided to go ahead and do this topic, I knew we were gonna be covering a lot. so um first things first, before we even jump into anything, we all know who Kodak Black is um, Unfortunately, and we also <laughs> child <laughs> we all know who Kodak Black is, and I feel like. One of the things that we have seen is a lot of his antics, but I don't feel like anybody has actually really tried to dive deep um, because the things that he is perpetrating and perpetuating is really fucking dangerous. And the fact that we are not looking at this as, uh, as predatory, fucked up, colorist, racist, all the different things type of behavior. And he still has this huge platform people want him uh, featured on their songs all kinds of stuff and I really feel like one of the things that I would like to I don't know remind the people um is that this is this this man is a predator I need I need us all to stop pretending that's not the case so um I have an article that unfortunately they will not let me pin but when I post this to the Spotify I'll have all of the links in the bio So um, this, by the way, this article was uh, written April 29th of 2021, so it hasn't even been a year. Rapper Kodak Black pleads guilty in South Carolina for sex assault case and avoids prison. Kodak Black has avoided prison in a South Carolina sexual assault case against him by pleading to a lesser charge Wednesday. The rapper's real name, Bill Capri, uh, not what I read, uh, was accused of raping a teenage girl in a Florence hotel room after a 2016 concert, According to prosecutors, Black pushed the girl against a wall uh, and onto a bed, biting her neck and breast during the assault. The Associated Press reported the victim told Black to stop, but he didn't. Authorities found out about the alleged rape after the girl told a school nurse the next day, the outlet reported. The nurse called the police. Standing in a Florence courthouse Wednesday, Black um, pleaded guilty to first-degree assault and was given a 10 year Suspended sentence and put on, in, on 18 months of probation, TMZ reported. If he goes back, the, if he goes the full 18 months without violating the terms of his probation, Black won't spend any time behind bars. Black spoke to the victim who was watching the proceedings online. I apologize, this happened. I'm hopeful we can all move forward. Of course, you are. Of course, you are. Following the verdict, Black quickly took to social media social social media, tweeting a single grinning emoji wearing glasses. He tweeted again minutes later saying that he and the victim just wanted to get this shit over with and adding, I ain't have to come off no money. Black also said his heart goes out to all the girls out here getting raped and shit for real, but I ain't did that. Thoughts, yeah. feelings.
1: it's funny because i'm just going to be honest with you the way this industry is set up and the way these niggas really don't give a damn about niggas like that do shit like this in the industry nothing's going to happen we're going to that's why i keep saying there's no such thing as cancel culture because of mm. shit like this cancel 100%. culture only affects the people who are marginalized
0: 100% Kodak black has okay. money uh, uh, and big money right now too and uh, he also has Massage noir, and that being the bulk of the industry on his side. Like, let's be real. Now, <laughs> when I say there is, there's, there's really so much to go ahead and unpack. So he's not just um, a, a a convicted rapist. Is that? I don't even think we can we have to say allegedly. He pleaded guilty. Um but he's also really, really colorist. Uh, you want to play that first clip for me?
2: Yeah. I
0: I, was, I I don't even feel like anybody's gonna be shocked, but let's just remind ourselves. I
3: need- you, know, you said you like black girls, but you said it's just like- I answered this question. <laughs> I answered this question earlier, you know? Yeah. I don't feel like I have a need to simplify it again, but I'm going to simplify it again. You know, I carry myself like I'm an average dude because I don't see myself no better than him, no better than him, you know, or no less than him. So if he could say that he likes skinny women, if he prefers skinny women more than a more chubby or heavyset women, he could say that and nobody won't get mad at him. I just said I don't like women with my complexion. I like light-skinned women. I want you to be lighter than me. I love African-American women, but I just don't like my skin complexion. Okay, okay. Well, I like your skin complexion. We you, too gutter. You, you, Black, Black people, my my complexion, we too gutter. Light-skinned women, they more sensitive, you know? some dark-skinned women out here sensitive. No, no, no. They too tough. They too tough. <laughs> They're too tough light-skinned you. women, we could break them down more easy. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
1: right. it. Where to begin?
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna let you take this. I'm gonna let you take this because every time I hear that clip, my brain explodes and falls out in my right ear.
1: So. This is why. This is why I'm going to continue to talk about colorism every chance I get because colorism is everywhere. Everywhere you look. He's because why? Example. Because for him to say, "Oh, it's easier to break down light skin women," better. So, first of all, again. <laughs> Uh, and then he's, you I know, was like- thinking
0: like you're you're so his the preferences yeah, lady, we just because y'all are the preferences sometimes that's not a good thing. I I I'm just letting you know. Sometimes being the one that's preferred, he literally said, light skinned women, we can break them down easier.
1: What? This is that alpha male bullshit I'm talking about.
0: That's not real. <laughs> like,
1: and then notice, again, colorism. We equate aggressiveness and assertiveness to dark-skinned people. So for he- him to say, oh, dark-skinned women, they're too aggressive. they too... No, what, you, what he wanted to say is, no, they hold my ass accountable, and I don't like that. I want somebody that I can walk over and talk crazy to. So that's why he likes light-skinned women. And then, again, desirability politics. The closer you are to white, the more appealing to society. We know how this works. Even to where he said, I don't even like my own skin complexion.
0: That's how and, strong... And he said it without blinking. I don't like my complexion. He said it, but like, what an imperative sentence. He said, I, I don't like my skin complexion. I don't want anybody that looks like me.
1: It's like, damn, white supremacy had a whole... Anti-blackness is so strong, like, and he doesn't even realize it. Or well, he probably does, he just doesn't care. But... Damn, like, it's some beautiful-ass Darsky woman out here. And this quote-unquote, like, oh, they're too aggressive. No, they hold your ass accountable more.
0: And I feel like what's even more disappointing is, first of all, he comes from Florida. Not surprising, but disappointing. Um, Secondly, um, I actually, like, was always, almost always in the city that he grew up in. I understand the, the, ooh, I understand the optics that he grew up in. And then his parents were actually Haitian. That made me more upset because, <laughs> no, because um, Haitian people are such a, a, at least from what I've known in Florida, obviously there's anti Blackness everywhere. But as I know them, Haitians are very, very proud of who they are and what they've done. First uh, independent Black country, nigga. Like, let's put some, let's put some, uh, so give them some flowers because holy shit. But this man basically stopped going to school at 12. But what's sad is there are people in this industry more educated than him that have the same optics. So let's not pretend that this is just about education because you can grow up to my big age and still be dumb as a box of rocks. Now, the one one thing next, I'm going to go ahead and move to is the reason, one of the biggest reasons where I was going to, why me and Aaron decided to do this uh, segment in the first place. So I don't know if any of y'all know who Mulatto is. Um, she now goes by Lotto, thank God. Um, I, I didn't, she she is light-skinned, so I was just like, I don't know why we're doing that, baby. That's not how we should do it. That doesn't sound proud. But that's a, that's a different story. So Lotto's a rapper. I don't really know her music like that. But I hear she's getting real big. She was just recently on a radio show and she was talking about industry and what she's going through currently and actually we're going to lead this back to Kodak in just a second but I do want you to listen really closely as to what she's saying and I also want to give her her props for saying it because we don't have enough female artists being this upfront.
4: Kodak Black speaks deal with these men you know what I'm saying they they don't know how to keep it business and then they want (laughs) to like what do you mean by that so like i don't care like baby i'm gonna just keep it 100 it's a feature on my album um that it was like it was difficult to clear and they like trying to drop their nuts on me because i won't respond to a, a dm wow
3: yeah. really yeah. is it a, and, and without saying the
5: name but is it artist or producer or somebody Artists. Po- oh wow Artists, yeah and they'll still be on the
4: album Yeah, just because I love the song so much and I had to turn it in yesterday so I didn't really have a choice. So I was like back into a corner like Bully. But I wish more females would speak up on stuff. I know like the label and stuff, they say, you know, don't don't do that, bad business, whatever. Man, these folks be trying to drop yes. nuts on female rappers. like, I'm not gonna shut up about it. Also, too, Lotto,
6: it's like you you gotta expose the game too. Yeah. Because there's somebody that's coming up either mm-hmm. next to you, behind you, or right. you know, it could be a year or two. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, Lotto, we think Kodak!
0: Now, one of the artists that were featured, um, one of the artists that was featured on her album was Kodak Black, and we just got the list. There was Drake, there was uh, 21 Savage. I feel like first and foremost, the one thing that I find really sad is that it could have been any of those men. I'm not saying that all of those men have allegations, even though, you know what? Never mind. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was trying. I was trying. Anyway, whatever. Um. So we don't. But, um. You notice that the really sad part about it is it really could have been any of them, but I have reasons for absolutely thinking that it's Kodak. And I feel like it's because he's dumb enough to say exactly what he does behind the scenes out loud. And sadly, we're too stupid to listen. So um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, play a clip. I guess he was at the breakfast club. <laughs> no comment. I guess he was at the Breakfast Club and he was um, talking about um, how he treats his artists. And um, I just got, want you guys to, to to listen real quick. Yeah, just uh, just just take a gander.
4: Women are artists too. You have a female artist, right? Signed to you? Is it mellow rock signed to you?
3: yes. BBS assigned to man.
4: Okay. All right. And so, wouldn't you want other men to work with her and be okay with that?
3: Yeah. It, it depends on, like, how y'all vibing and shit. Yeah, my you gotta fem- be careful. Look, my female artists is just how it is, right? Because I know niggas and shit like that. I got a bus. Like, they ain't gonna be my girlfriend, but it's like, I'm going am I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm bust you. No, man. No, so that's, not just, that's not good business code it, like, at all. Business with girls is like you got to have a man, so it'd be uh-huh. like okay. My female artist was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be funny shit, pam feel shit, pam feel stuff. How your appearance, you look good, the music, all that shit. But it's like when I say, hey, you need to come to the studio. Hey, we got a video. Hey, you got tour set up. Women are
0: god he said he has to bust them, and i don't know if you know yeah i'm pretty sure we all know what that means i mean then they're gonna need to smash and also said that the reason why he does it is he needs to have the artist's mind he says i gotta have the mind did you hear that that yeah. way when i call them and say you gotta be at the studio you gotta do this and you gotta do that that person jumps and by the way i first of all i just want to I don't understand who told Kodak Black that his dick was changing minds out here. I, I want to, don't understand how that happens. Um,
1: but girl, I'm pretty sure it's funky and musty anyway. Didn't you say you, uh, Rick Ross said some shit like that too?
0: Yes, yes, he did. Girl. He said that he had to, a lot. Rick Ross had to fuck his artists, and then, he, and then of course this was just like I think it was either right before or right after the song where the lyric had, um, "I put some Molly in her drink and she didn't even know it." Uh, And then, you know, he had a great time and she didn't even know it. I'm just like, oh, anyway, back on topic. So the reason why I played that for you guys was because I wanted you guys to get a full in-depth look into the person that I'm talking about. And um, I just want to get to some of these messages because I didn't realize how many had come in while we were talking. So let's start
1: dang it what did he black dude what did he not do
0: brad
5: <laughs> so how are you doing today listeners i'm just coming in i don't know where you at in the conversation but i did hear aaron say that there's no such thing of cancel culture cancel culture only exists with the marginalized and then syd said only misogynoir so why is there such thing of misogynoir but no cancel culture? somebody could say there's no thing as massage in art it's just a whole bunch of women goddamn complaining all the time about stupid shit i mean so what if that was the case as yd what would you say then i mean because he said there's no
0: um well what i would say is is first of all there truly is no such thing as cancel culture because if there was cancel culture we would still be watching football if there was cancel culture, then when DeBaby came out and said the disgusting things that he said, he wouldn't be getting jobs. As long as there are people.
1: Dave Chappelle got like seven more Netflix specials.
0: Bro, and they're like, oh, I'm being canceled. And we're like, now we know that these are just buzzwords that you say to rally up your base. That's, that's really all, that's really and, all that um, is. really that
1: is. misogyny has to do with just women in general. Misogyny noir has to do with Black women.
0: Yes. Uh, and what is affected and what has affected Black women uh, through Black culture with Black men. So that's what we're talking about when we say massage noir. Now, when you say, "Oh, well, massage noir doesn't exist," it's just um, a bunch of black, a bunch of women who are complaining. We know that's not the case, though, because we know historically that's not the case. Historically, cancel culture does not work. Kevin Hart said he was canceled. I think it came out with how many movies? How many specials? What are we talking about? Do you know when cancel culture did work? Chrisette Michelle. Chrisette Michelle decided to go ahead and perform at the at uh, Donald Trump's inauguration. We haven't heard from that bitch since. I think she came on the Terrell show once, just to explain basically what happened, and that was like almost four or five years after the fact. I just want to let you know that cancel cancel culture only hits the um, only hits oppressed peoples. Like black women, black gay people, um, black trans women. Um, That's the only time where I see cancel culture actually work. I'm sorry, because they said T.I. was supposed to be canceled because of the allegations that were against him. Nothing's canceled. And I'm sorry, just because you lose a few endorsements just to gain them back a few months later doesn't mean you got canceled. It means some people didn't like what the fuck you did.
2: That means it's just like that. Yep, bro. And dear Kodak Black with Aaron and Sid, this sounds sounds like something. What's going on, y'all? Know me? I'm the hip hop plug, Rashad Radio. Shout out Rashad. Hey, what's good? Well, I don't know if my messages are coming in or if you have like your moderation on, but I don't know if we should give so much importance to Kodak Black's preference in women or what he says when it comes to anything like that. Like, he's an artist and his music is dope. What he has to say about politics, I don't care.
0: Well, I mean, this is the thing. I, I, I'm not, I really don't have a preference for lawnmower sounding ass niggas. But what I will say... What I will say is the reason why this is important is because it's not just Kodak Black. He's literally example of a lot of the things that are going on in the Black community that I am facing, that Aaron is facing, that we are dealing with every day. This is just a person in the spotlight. This is a person who was just dumb enough to say the shit out loud. Yeah,
1: this, with is bigger than, um, this is bigger than Kodak Black. It's just colorism in the Black community in general. So to exactly. say, oh, well, this is, color- this is a celebrity thing. No, it's, this colorism affects all of us.
0: I, I literally had a black man tell me the other day that he, did, he said, oh, I'm good enough to date, but we couldn't have a, a, babies with a woman as dark as me. That was like two months. That, that wasn't long So I, I need you to understand that this is something that we're still dealing with. So for us to pretend, because that's what, what a lot of I, I men do. They always try to be, just separate them. Oh, well, we don't claim them. You should so that you can hold them accountable. Just but then
1: we... We've reached the point when we hold each other, when we hold black men accountable. It's oh, you just you must be with the white man side, you're trying to uphold white supremacy. No, we are divided as fuck. If anything, I'm trying to unify us as a whole so that we can progress for once.
0: I and that's the only way we are going to progress. We can't keep putting a band-aid on a broken bone and the band and call the band-aid black excellence. How is uh, me
1: saying how is me holding a black man accountable for colorism, which came from white supremacy. How is me holding him accountable, me upholding white supremacy?
0: It's isn't that like some narcissist type kind of manipulation because that don't make no sense, <laughs> Danielle?
7: Child, you are speaking facts. Look at the baby, look mm. at 42 nugs or dugs, whatever, kiss on over mm. his son's neck. Like this is shit that's going on in the industry, and nobody highlights it. And I mean, there's a there's a plethora of them. Look at Takashi, you know, motherfucker yeah. went to jail for for fucking on little kids. I mean, girl, it's a mess we,
0: we, that's what I'm that's why I'm saying. Kodak Black is just an example of things that we see regularly we We just have more clips on Kodak. Guess whose fault that is.
1: Y'all, um, well, y'all just so quick to tear down black men and y'all just mad because y'all ain't got no money like he do and that's why we can't get nowhere because y'all don't know how to capitalize and exploit people like he, like these millionaires do y'all
0: just jealous <laughs> listen you don't even know and it's gotten to the point where it's like oh I can't have arguments with people who are committed to a misunderstanding you or have already come in, deciding that this is what your point is going to be, and nothing that I'm going to say is going to change that. So I'm in the place of go kick rock. I don't I don't care because this is what's going on. I'm sorry, uh, little king.
8: Shout
2: out. <coughs> Shout out to the
3: beautiful
8: podcast <laughs> man, You already know it's the boy little King, and I'm here. Shout out to the beautiful people <laughs> keep downstairs in the pool as well. Hey you too. YouTube. too. passing man. But y'all talking about Kodak Black? Leave my little cousin alone, man. For real. Listen, so he don't he don't man. speak
0: Creole and he <laughs> certainly ain't trying to claim dark and black
8: nah, people. Man, so so... shout out
0: to y'all. <laughs> uh, and thank you. Shout out to us. Yo, uh, shout out to the good kush. That little king is smoking this okay. morning. Okay. <laughs>
1: whatever he's whatever he's smoking on, that must be hitting him right.
0: I was jealous. I'm like, damn, what? I ain't got that kind of stuff. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh, man, Daniel.
7: <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. It said lawnmower sound.
1: <laughs> he do sound that. like that,
0: though. When he. <laughs> like,
1: I... <laughs> I ain't got time for that,
0: girl. At first, I thought he sounded like sprinklers, but now I realize he sounds more like the gears grinding. You know,
1: <laughs> me, 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 me. I call dark-skinned women roaches.
0: Yo, this is my thing, and it's like, listen, I'm not saying n- don't go listen to toxic people's music. Listen, y'all was gonna do that any fucking way. Y'all ab- have R. Kelly in your playlist right now. What Ooh. I'm saying is, is that I am telling you that we can no longer walk around and not be able to call a thing a thing. If you want to bump his music and be like, hey, his music ain't got nothing to do with him. Okay, cool. But can we talk about him for a sec?
1: At this point, this is why I always say, like, as a realist, for the people who still want to listen to problematic people who do fucked up shit, I would rather you just come out and say, instead of saying, well, you we have to separate the artist from the this, just say, I don't give a fuck what happened to these people. I don't give a fuck about what he said. I just like the music. I don't, if it ain't affecting me, I don't give a fuck about people. Just mm. say it. Like, I would respect you more. Like, that's the thing. Like, just be real about the situation. Same for these uh, uh people who say they're pro-life. Just say, well, I don't give a fuck about life in general, but I just don't want you, I just don't like, I'm pro-birth, I really don't care about life. I just passed by a homeless person this morning, i like I didn't see him. I don't give a fuck about life, but mm. I just like to control, and I don't like, it's about that.
0: Just say it. Like, just be upfront, and just be honest, and stop playing these, like, the like I don't know like these backwards manipulation that it's like I can see through. Like cause that don't make no sense. Oh
8: man. Okay. Looking. Well like, y'all talking about what he said what he said about light skinned girl? Well I don't like light skinned bitches. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry you guys. I don't no, like light skinned <laughs> I prefer me to dark chocolate john. Real, real black kitty, black, black, black. Darker than Kodak that, but actually. It's my preference. Nice skill woman. You can move to the left when you come to me. It is what it is
1: though, right?
0: And I I'm not sure to say thank you, but oh but I, what I I what I the issue that I'm having is that his reasoning behind it. He literally wants to get with light-skinned women because he says he can break them down easier. We have to understand the colorism within that. Come on. Yes, we, we can always pretend it's just preference, but at this moment, this is just him hiding behind preference. He's telling you exactly what it is.
2: Um, Let's see what we got here. Rashad. And you guys are saying that you're trying to unify us, and I believe that's what you think. And I'm here to just throw a little bit of a monkey wrench in the program because even, like, for what I do, when people come into my hip-hop rooms and they tell me, oh, this rap is whack, or these rappers suck, and we're not even getting deep into, like, colorism and politics. We're just talking about content of music. I tell people, like, yo, why are y'all so focused on what you don't like? I get it. There's some points to be made that you don't like this music, just like there's some points to be made about how y'all don't like the colorism that you're being heard from this brother and other people. But why not make more time to highlight what you do like and who is doing things that you appreciate? That's what I just don't understand about us. It's like, why we.
0: Okay. The one thing that I need everyone to understand when we hold black people accountable for toxic shit. This is us helping the black community. We are exposing the wounds that no one wants to fix. That's first. Secondly, you can't fix what you don't acknowledge. We cannot pretend that we are just all unified just because we're talking about all the good things. Mm How does, that, how does that help when all the bad things are still going on and be not being addressed? And that's my issue. We want to go ahead and just play kumbaya. Like, that sounds like the people who don't want to see color. Oh, why talk about those things? That's ridiculous. Let's just focus on the good and not talk about the bad. Mm. And then the bad will go away. But then the rest of us, the oppressed peoples are like, nigga, that's not how it works. I go through it every day. So I feel like you're speaking from a place of privilege who maybe doesn't go through um, colorism on a regular basis. I'm talking about the people that do and people that you should care about because they're black and you're black. You cannot come up here and say, I'm going dis- to dismiss everybody's feelings because guess what? We're not highlighting the good parts. We cannot go ahead and use a band aid, call it Black excellence, and put it over the broken wounds in the Black community. That's <clears throat> not the way it works. We are still suffering. Period. Okay, Danielle.
7: And the only ones that are actually keeping hip hop alive currently are the female rappers right now. Just saying. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They ain't
0: ready for that. Oh, my God. Listen, you don't even know what you just invited, Danielle. You don't even know what (laughs) you just did.
1: You don't even
0: know what you just did. Are we going to move off of it? Because (laughs) niggas be mad and that's what's going to happen. It's okay. Um, (laughs) But I feel like it's one of those things that, um, that we really need to talk about because these are things that happen within the black community on a regular basis and then we refuse to talk about it we refuse to acknowledge it and then we expect it to go away do you know what hypocrites we sound like talking to white folks right when you say that stupid ass shit just 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 gonna put it out there just gonna put it out there
7: uh, Daniel? I'm just gonna say it. Um, hip-hop is dead. Hip-hop hasn't been hip-hop in a long motherfucking time. The new <laughs> shit that they're calling hip-hop is not motherfucking hip-hop. Fucking bitches and selling drugs and shopping at the Gucci-, Gucci store is not fucking hip-hop. You know what I mean? Like, can we just admit that music is dying? You know what I mean? And quit giving these actual credible labels to uncredible resources? That's just all I'm gonna say.
0: Ooh. <laughs> well, okay. Ooh, Danielle, she, she listen. All right, you know what? All I can say is, ah, I can't say the reason why I don't think that I feel like the hip hop that is being um, popularized a lot of the time is quite dead to me. Every so often, I feel if I hear a few hits, but I feel like I feel like maybe because I listen to so many independent artists. I feel like maybe because I listen to so many, you know what I mean? I, I can't say, oh, it's dead because I'm still bumping, being like, oh, shit, Far Side. I know it was a long time ago, with that song, but damn, you know? But I will say, on a whole, that this hip hop has been something that's kind of been taken from the b- Black community, monetized, and not really given back. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: but we're not going to get into all the white owners and white labels and all of these things that only have black artists. We won't even go there. It's a whole, it's a whole different conversation. (laughs) Right. Uh, I'm telling you. All right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, switch gears a little bit. And it's, and I actually feel like um, this is something that's super important um, to me right now. And especially also to um, to Aaron and I'm gonna let him lead this one because you brought this to me and I was like, damn, this is, this is a really important topic.
1: So as you guys, well, you probably don't know, I'm non-binary. I don't subscribe to the idea of gender. I don't subscribe to the, um, the state of mind, like when it comes to quote unquote gender norms or like what it's supposed to be. My pronouns are they, them. And I want people to understand how it can actually be harmful and very dangerous to misgender people. A lot of times, trans women, for example, when black trans women are being killed, they are misgendered as fuck. People do not, you know that's a nigga, right? Well, why she got a mustache? Why her, her, her shoulder so broad? Did you know that's a man? And a lot of times, when people say these things, these trans women are being killed.
0: They think it's just
1: funny. so. That you think it's funny, and I'm sorry. Again, this is a Black queer podcast. We hold everybody accountable. Black men. A lot of these killings to black trans women come from y'all.
0: Most of them, most of them come from them. Comes, and I want to say, a, a 90% come from men in general. Mm. 99. Um, <laughs> you already know. Like, let's let's be perfectly honest here. And I feel like because for them, hey, it's just words, it's just when you're when somebody is speaking from such a place of privilege, they can say, oh, it's just words. It don't matter, it's just words.
1: It's Come more on, than man. that. It's more than that. And then I had um somebody um DM me, obviously, I blocked their ass, talking about, so I heard in the last episode, you said your pronouns were they, them. That don't make sense because at the end of the day, you got dick and all this other stuff. I said, like, that's, yeah, this act, like, she went out of her way. She? <laughs> me on Instagram. And I want uh people to understand, we say they and them more often than we think. Like, we say it a lot, actually. So, this whole, well, that's hard, and I can't do that. You say it a lot when referencing to one person, you don't even realize it. It's just, you just don't want to. Yeah, because exactly. To linguistic that. shifts, I get, are hard. I get that it can be hard to adjust but to go out of your way to purposely disrespect me
0: yes and on top of that to go ahead and say well that you're pushing it on me because you are making me um respect you that's literally all, all what they're really saying they say in real life they're just saying well you can't push that on me you can't just make me do what i'm not used to doing that's not right basically you're upholding a boundary And you have a more than likely a full-blown narcissist telling you in your face, you're not allowed to hold that boundary for yourself. Mm. And if that's a boundary you hold for yourself and you decide to excommunicate me from causing more damage on your life, then you're even worse a bad person. Now you abandoned me. When in reality, you just upheld your boundary.
1: Mm. I'm going to read some of this article. I have the article pinned. Um, Awesome. So what is misdendering? For people who are transgender, non-binary, or gender non-conforming, coming into their authentic gender can be an important and affirming step in life. Sometimes people continue to refer to a person who is trans, non-binary, or gender non-conforming using terms related to how they identify before transition. This is known as misgendering. Misgendering occurs when you intentionally or unintentionally refer to a person, relate to a person, or use language to describe a person that doesn't align with their affirmed gender. For example, referring to a woman as he or calling her a guy is an act of misgendering. Why does misgendering happen? There are a number of reasons why misgendering happens. For example, people may notice that a person has primary or secondary sex character- characteristics and make assumptions about that person's gender. This includes a person's one facial hair or lack thereof, high or low vocal range, chest or breast tissue or lack thereof, and genitals. Misgendering can also occur in situations where government identifications are used. The Transgender Law Center's report on changing gender markers reveals that in some states, it isn't possible to change your gender on documents such as driver's licenses and birth certificates. And in some states, you must have undergone specific surgeries in order to do so. According to the National Center for Transgender Equality's 2015 U.S. Trans Survey, only 11% of people surveyed had their gender listed on all of their government IDs. 67% didn't have an, any ID with their affirmed gender listed.
7: <clears throat> yeah.
0: So, I'm really, I'm, first of all, I'm really, really glad that you, you read that. And I also want people to understand that when Aaron was talking about how there are laws that say that you can't, that you have to use the exact gender that you were born as on all of your um, paperwork and what have you, for a lot of people, um, for a lot of straight people, let's be honest, we're just like, my goodness, I don't understand what is the big deal, you know, I don't get what the issue is. But that's literally systemic bigotry. Mm-hmm. Just like what I said, there is systemic racism. There is definitely systemic bigotry. Straight up. They have it in the laws. You can't do that. And, and for then, the people who, then, um,
1: it also says, because I can see it now, people say, oh, it doesn't hurt them. How does me misgendering hurt them? It says, um, when you misgender someone, you also run the risk of outing them to other people. It's never anyone's right or responsibility to out a person who is trans without their express consent. It's a trans person's right and their right alone to tell others that they are trans, depending on whether they wish to be out or not. Outing a trans person is not only disrespectful of their boundaries, but can also result in that person experiencing harassment and discrimination. And discrimination is a major issue for the trans community. The 2015 U.S. Trans Survey found these startling statistics. 33% of trans people surveyed had at least one experience of discrimination when seeking medical treatment. 27% 27% of respondents reported some form of ex- employment discrimination, whether it was being fired, mistreated at work, or not being hired because of their identity. 77% of people who were out in K-12 and 24% of those who were out in college or vocational school experienced mistreatment in those settings. So this is why mm. I say it, it does affect people.
0: Kind of light. Uh, and it's also kind of light because it en- can end up in somebody's death. You don't even realize it. Because you uh, uh, there was a situation, and this was a long time ago, um, we were at a club, and um, one of the girls that was brought to the party, I just showed up at the club, and one of my friends brought another girlfriend. And um, we were kikiing it up. Real pretty girl. I was just chilling. I wasn't doing nothing. And then the girl who brought this mysterious, really pretty girlfriend literally said, oh, he, uh, uh, he, she said something about, oh, he's gonna get a, go get us drinks. And I said, you mean she? Because I'm looking at the dress that she's walking away in and I'm like, you mean, you mean she? Three men turn around from the bar and be like, what did you say? I was instantly in fear for her life. A person who was just standing there, going to go get drinks, because me and this girl are having a conversation because this girl is saying shit that she shouldn't out loud. Later on, um, I wanna say, it was maybe just a couple hours later, these three dudes are walking and following uh, following us back to our cars. It was like downtown Fort Lauderdale. So you know you gotta be walking a long time to finally get to your car and get your parking garage. And my car was in the opposite direction and far and I decided I guess I'm going to be walking a whole lot longer tonight because so I started walking up behind the three dudes and me and my girlfriend were walking up behind them just listen we just we all gonna walk nigga let's go see what what it do like we and um when they saw us and realized that we had our phones in our hands like we were ready we were so ready we weren't about to call 911 either okay Mm. so um we were like we were ready that's the only reason they walked away do you see how she did nothing wrong? All she did was fucking exist. Yep. Do you see how straight people put her in fucking danger for no reason at all?
6: But she's pushing it on our kids, and we ain't ready to see that. So I think.
1: But you wouldn't say you're not transphobic, but you That's what fear. This it yeah. comes from fear. Oh my God, the kids. That's fear.
0: But they you know what that's what what's crazy is they'll never say that. I'm not afraid of gay people. I'm not afraid of gay people. Well, guess what? Your extreme aversion is also up there under homophobia
1: as well. Saying that, Sorry. oh my god. Oh my god, they're on TV. That's fear.
0: Like, bro, all you've done is grow up with straight TV and you find one show and you about to be up in arms because they about to change the children?
1: And if y'all really think that that's how that shit works, if you think uh, seeing a gay person on TV is going to turn your kid gay, okay, then just show them some straight people on TV and it'll turn them back straight again, if we're going to use that logic, since we're since that's how that works.
0: Bruh, I, I, <laughs> like I said, if we really wanted to do something about this, if straight people were really so worried we was turning the kids gay, they would go ahead and give all their kids to the gay people. Because apparently the straight people keep on making more gays. So maybe <laughs> if we switch it up, they'll be able to get what they need. You feel me? So I, I, I don't know why they're working against us. You keep, keep creating pushing us, motherfucker. Bruh! It's Yo, almost it's parents like, straight?
1: My parents straight? It's almost like the more homophobic these people are, the more gay babies they keep creating. Bruh! maybe <laughs> they'd be less homophobic they'd be less gay people because apparently y'all making us in droves because I just want to say most of us have homophobic something. parents my parents were homophobic as fuck and were so worried oh my god the nuclear black family we know where that idea came from I'm going to play a clip in a minute but they mm-hmm. were like oh my god we." they weren't having that shit and I'm Jamaican oh mm-hmm. no
0: they weren't that listen and it's fucking ridiculous because it's like you will literally have straight people tell you oh the reason why you're gay is because you didn't have a father two parent home both of them straight now what next next one uh well, I, well maybe you were touched as a kid first of all that's not yes i i have heard that especially when it comes to lesbians men like i cannot tell you how many men i have automatically assumed some of my girlfriends who were straight up lesbians have been assaulted and that's why they don't fuck with men no more let's like get, it wasn't something that could have happened naturally
1: let's get into the conversation about how rapey some of these uh, straight men sound when they find out that someone is a lesbian like, oh well wait till she get this dick she ain't mm. had this dick yet yo you lesbian well I'm lesbian too shit you ain't had this dick y'all sound rapey as fuck and y'all are so used to having your own way to say some dumb ass shit like that yes lesbians exist not everyone wants your peen peen uh, they
0: they can't help but center themselves because in their mind, straight is just the default because remember, they think that what we made, we just made a choice. We made a choice. We just decided that, you know, this level of discrimination and hatred
1: was where we wanted to be. And it's like, I'm to the point where it's like, girl, you know, I don't give a fuck. Even though sexuality is not a choice, even if it was, and someone chose to explore, we should be able to choose and see what we like and don't like. Like, God, damn, what's the fucking big deal? Is it stopping you from getting the paycheck? I don't think it even
0: matters for them like that. I don't think it matters about paychecks or what have you. I feel like for them, this is about this is about dominance. This is about being centered. This is about heteronormativity, and the fact that it, when it's not being centered, they get so upset. The fact that they try to have a straight pride. I need y'all to <laughs> listen. I, I I need this to to sink in, guys. We were there was pride, and they decided, you know what? Straight pride. Even though most people are straight. Okay, so
1: You sound like I want people to know the people who say, Well, we need a straight pride month, y'all sound just like white people when they say, Well, we need a white history month. That's how y'all sounding.
0: Bruh, cause white history months every motherfucking month. Stop. <laughs> And it just sucks because it's like, it, it's really crazy that the majority can act so butthurt and oppress and feel oppressed by actually already oppressed peoples. That is insane to me how they will try and turn that shit around on us and be like, well, you're just too much and you're hurting the children. Like, I'm not, we're, we're, we're not going to do this. I know that for a fact. Danielle?
7: Girl, no, you're right. I guess what I'm basically trying to say is, what happened to the poetry that (laughs) was in hip-hop? Like, look at Lauryn Hill. You know what I mean? Look at Tupac. Look at these people that actually Mm. put wisdom in their music. What happened to that? They're not educating people no more through their music. Mm.
0: Yo, yeah, that that hit hard. You you 100% on that one.
7: But you know what, though? It takes one ugly person to say one ugly thing before it starts into something bigger like killing someone or ganging mm. up on someone. Like that's the shit that people don't understand about misgendering and this whole bullying bullshit. You know, it's overplayed.
0: And, and the fact that they think it's just bullying, which I feel like is insulting. The fact that they, we want to go ahead and label something like that just bullying, which by the way is a terrible thing and shouldn't happen. But for me, I'm just like, that's too small of a word for what's happening here because this is really ending up in, in people's death. Like I, I've seen it. Do you know how scared I was that night for that poor girl walking to her car? And, and we were walking there. we like, we was like, we was about to do something, but we were fucking terrified. That's three men and just the two of us. Like, we can't pretend that that's the only time that situation has ever happened. That's never happened before. That that was an anomaly. Like that was some kind of anomaly of some kind. It's not.
1: I just do not understand how. An existence of someone can just get people so angry,
0: uh, bruh. and you know what? I feel like this even um this boils over into the into the next topic, honestly, it really does
1: and, <laughs> it um is... it does, and I also just want to uh slide this in real quick, um because I know some cishet black women some of y'all be saying some transphobic shit too, actually quite oh. often, and I want actually. y'all to know that um, cis-het Black women, some of y'all be getting clocked too and misgendered mm. Mm. and y'all don't even trans and y'all still get misgendered sometimes.
0: I just want to say, I'm so glad that you said that because when we look at cishet Black women, we see that they are masculinized on a regular basis and they are misgendered. And for some reason, you don't see this as the same fight. I see this as the same fight. I feel like we should be obviously fighting on the same side. Because trans women are women. I'm a woman. Why wouldn't we be trying to defend each other? And it's really disgusting because I see also that same type of vitriol from Black gay men. I'm sure Mm -hmm. from white gay men. But I I, I, got to talk to my people. I see it from Black gay men. The transphobia from y'all, is disgusting. Something that I, when I say I was not prepared for, I think uh, today is the premiere for Chasing, Atlanti- uh, Chasing Atlanta, uh, Chasing Reality Atlanta tonight. And I feel like I'm excited to watch because I love to see Black queer people shine. But I am still not looking forward to the transphobia that I know is going to go down. Because it right. happens yeah. every fucking
1: season. A lot of Black gay men just say the T word like it's nothing. And I just... I would never understand
0: why I just don't I just it's just not something I get it's just not something that I understand and I feel like we constantly misgender and and I have to say we're not just talking to straight people we're talking to we're talking to all of the black community when we get mad we go to misgendering
9: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, but let's be real they'll see like a masculine woman and they do something they're like sir Sir, sir, excuse me. Let's, we, it happens, And we pretend it doesn't. And more than just uh, actually ending up in a body bag, why can't the mental pain that it causes be enough for us to stop? That's what I don't understand. Why is it so impossible? Danielle.
7: We have a bunch of bigots that founded our nation and they're the ones that spread their hatred for generations to come.
9: I think everything about the sexuality, especially nowadays, is basically confusing. Um, that's even with y'all um, title, is misgendering. But yeah, I've I met people and I've also seen on TV when you say that, hey, when you ask a person what they are they get sick and tired of basically answering that question such as like a naturally born man dressed in female clothing and the makeup and wigs but to most people uh well not most but a lot of people they will want to call that person uh she or her but how do you know that person wants to be called a she or her sometimes that person still wants to remain as a he and think think that you know, they are still a man, but I see a lot, especially a lot of heterosexual females. They will literally sit up here and be like. I, um, well,
2: I. Yeah.
9: No, it's OK. Go ahead. Play oh, once again, it was like, yeah, that's a she like I was just watching all American homecoming homecoming and the girl came in she called the, the person a guy and. The friends, I think her name was Simone, automatically came up and said, first of all, it is a she. First, my whole thing was, why didn't you allow for that person to correct them? Because I've actually met a lot of uh, people that were born naturally born men, dress in female clothing, and also like wear the wigs and makeup. But they will literally tell you, first of all, I am still a man, call me a he. And that's like including one of my cousins. He is exactly that way. Well, I feel like I feel like for straight people,
0: that only sounds confusing when the only thing that you have to do is ask them. You know what I mean? And, and, and maybe we should get into a point in society where we're stop assuming what a person's gender is. For me, I just go ahead and use they them until someone corrects me and says, oh, uh, she or he or what have you. Until they say to me, I'm like, all right, they them that because it's easy. It's easy. You can't go wrong. You can't fuck up. <laughs> that's how I get. That's how I take it.
1: I don't. And we see say they them a lot. lot. Like we say they just people in general. We say they them to reference to one person a lot more than we think. So until oh, that's too much work. But you say it all the time in talking about one person. Mm-hmm.
0: It's true. But but again, it's having them to go outside of what they feel that their comfort zone is. And what's worse is if we say, hey, you don't even have to respect me, I'll just remove myself. You will say it to family members, you'll say it to friends, and the next thing you know, you're even more of the big bad wolf because now, oh, well, now you're not letting me be myself. Be a bigot to me? (laughs) That's yourself? Like, uh, no, 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 no. Like I said, that's why I go ahead and I stick to they, them, that way that there's no issues. Um, I feel like it's the easiest thing. And instead of us being like, oh, well, it's so different now and you don't know what everybody's going by and so on and so forth. I feel like that's us complaining about a real kind of non-issue when it could be solved. Because all of, I tell you, Black queer people all over, they, if you ask them, they'll just tell you.
1: I, mean, I think she was saying, like, uh, they get frustrated when they ask. I think... Yes. Um. They will only. Oh get no, frustrated. not her! I'm just saying in general. They will only get frustrated if people like, for example, if you ask me, "What are your pronouns?" I say "they them," and then they'd be like, "Well, why? Like, how is that? Why are you? I, that, it should have been left at hey, they them or she or whatever." But sometimes people would still challenge them after they ask. Well, how though? You wearing these type of clothes and you looking like this, and that's why it could frustrate them
0: that's that's the truth because usually because when you ask you get an answer but then if you decide you want to press and be like why but you wearing heels and this is blah blah, blah or, isn't that confusing it's not confusing because i just told you now you're not confused i told you what do you mean
1: and um gender expression is totally different from gender identity
0: <sighs> I, I feel like that's just not something that they're i, I really don't feel like they're willing to learn <laughs>
1: I sexuality and gender is extremely complex it's not just this or that um it's we have to do our research (laughs) it's not just oh well you got a dress so i'm just assuming it's a lot like you can't just judge someone based off of what type of fabric they're wearing
0: yeah no i understand and like i said um a lot of times you can ask but if somebody is and people can just be genuinely tired of of being asked I feel like we should just default to they/them unless somebody specifies. That way, there's no issues. And uh, but I feel like for people to change their brain to that is just they they just won't. We're like, but that's not what I see. How can you be non-binary but you're wearing man's clothes? It doesn't make any sense. Like they 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 and and instead of listening um, to black queer people when we speak. They instead try to be like, come up with their own psychology as to why we do it. They, why we, why right, we do they try to the
1: diagnose us.
0: Yeah. Instead of just, but I answered your question. How am I confused? You sound confused because did you not hear what I said? Anyway. Um, it, it is just one of those things that I really wanted to, I want to have that. Uh, that's why I feel like these types of conversations are important because I feel like uh, especially black non-binary people don't really seem to have a voice at all. Okay, They just really don't. You can play whatever messages you want.
8: I put myself in the queue, but I don't think y'all gonna like me or what I gotta say. But it's nothing negative. It's just maybe I need to make sure I present it the correct way. But, because I don't mean to harm or disrespect anybody, but it's a lot that I don't agree with.
0: <laughs> oh well, you can definitely leave um, whatever voice messages that voice messages that you want. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings is when we have uh, shows that we are are closed. Unfortunately, there are sometimes where we do pop up shows where we go ahead and invite somebody on, but those are things that we are pre selected. Um, next one.
8: Yeah, it ain't even. Or how do I get let up? Hey, can y'all let me up, please? I'm, like, really dying to say something.
0: <laughs> just say it. Say it in the comments. No worries.
9: Well, I just keep it simple. I typically just ask a person what their name is. And I don't use any type of pronouns. I just always simply refer to them exactly by their names. Just to keep it simple hey, and way. easy. So you will always know exactly what I'm talking about because if if I'm in a conversation with somebody and I was like, "Hey, them over there," but you know whoever I'm talking about is actually looking for a, a you know a group amount of people instead of just that one person, it gets a little confusing. So just to keep it even like like I said, simple, ask that person what their name is, and if ever you like uh try to mention them, just basically say their name. That's a
0: good way of going about it too. I am mad at it that. At all. Johnny sick.
8: Cause see, I'm new to this, so, like, I'm just now kind of figuring all this out, but it's like, I ain't gonna cap. I got ADHD, so it's kind of hard for me to, like, remember
2: oh, what I'm y'all sorry.
8: were saying and say something about it. I gotta think for a second now.
0: Oh, gotcha. I'm sorry. Yeah. My va- Well, uh, like I said, if we ever have a pre-selection and a pop-up show, we'll make sure to announce it on that particular morning so that we can go ahead and do that
8: oh okay okay okay. so basically like with this whole <sighs> again I don't mean to offend anybody because there are certain things y'all said that I do understand and agree with like judging somebody based off of fabric or aesthetics that is complete ignorance I don't think you should be judging anybody in general um because me personally I'm straight but I have a whole bunch of piercings I paint my nails black and kind of how like she said people say shit like oh well you paint your nails isn't that gay and people kind of force that on me but i'm not gay at all i'm not attracted to any male in any way shape or form i don't get aroused by the male figure so just not gay but my um the thing that's confusing not even confusing
0: well i certainly agree with that uh, with what you're saying because There are so many straight men that just want to be able Mm -hmm. to branch outside what is like normal. And they're like, oh, well, you gay for that. Listen, I actually feel bad for a lot of black straight men because let me tell you something. Apparently, y'all gay for anything. Y'all can enjoy your food. Y'all can clean between your booty cheeks. And all of a sudden, oh, you like anal play. Oh, you
1: gay. Like You like Lucky Charms. That got a rainbow on it. You gay. Let me tell you something. You have people like Prince, who was that, like Prince was straight. And Prince had his whole ass cheeks out, wore makeup, Wore heels and could still like take your
0: (laughs) like you know he was he was definitely taking your bitch at the end of the night it didn't matter what was going on but even if prince was bisexual do you know how much pussy that man was getting and partaking in and having like stop you guys got to stop it doesn't matter about what you wear and all of that other stupid shit like you are who you are like um uh, Aaron told me the other day he wore a lip gloss and his uh, and he, he got his people asking him, oh, are you are you transitioning now? Are you what's what's
8: what's going on? You're like, bitch, it's
0: lip gloss. They right. dry. They can't be dry. I don't want them dry. Like it's so stupid.
8: The thing that's uh, the, there are a couple points I want to speak on. Like one, I feel like for the people who are queer or gay and whatnot, I feel like certain things they should be expected. In a sense of when y'all said something about when someone asked you a question like, well, how do you identify as they or, you know, those things? I don't think that all people, I will say that a lot of people are being ignorant, but I don't think everybody is just trying to offend you or anything. Or it's more of a curiosity thing. People want to be educated. Um, you know, they don't They just because you gave that answer. Well, I'm a they. Well, they want to understand how that means, because we've been taught over centuries that that is a plural pronoun for multiple people. Now, you are right. You have used it in a singular form. But again, this is something you were taught over time. So when something else is presented to you in a new light, there are going to be people who they might not mean no harm when they keep digging and asking questions. They just.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: No, I can. I can completely understand that. But I feel like I feel like what's missing here is the fact that, uh, how do I put it? There's space for education. I'm not saying no. But I'm saying to put that emotional labor on each person that just identifies differently is a lot. It's just like when there are some things that I'm not explaining to my white friends. Those are conversations that I'm having. You either get it or you don't. And depending on whether you get it is depending on whether you you and I are going to be friends or not. And, and, and that's just being the truth because they, I can't do the emotional labor for them. They're gonna have to go look it up. They're gonna mm. have to go Google. I don't wanna have to go and explain every single time I go through something or every time that I, I, like I don't wanna have to stand out in a soapbox every time I go through something. And on top of that, like I said, I'm not saying there is not space for education. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is to put, that's a lot of emotional labor to put on the person that you're asking, because that might be the 10 or eleven time they got asked today. So that's why I'm saying maybe it's better for straight people to come to a mind to be like, because we don't know, let's go ahead and just say they, them, let's just go ahead and say their name uh, until we get told differently. And then we follow accordingly. Only because that's a lot of emotional labor to put on somebody. You don't always want to have to educate somebody. Right. You know, I hate to you know quote Amanda Seals, like, <laughs> like I'm on my trampoline, I ain't got time. There's a lot of there are some people that don't that don't want to tell you what books to read so you can understand them better. Some of them really want you to have the genuine curiosity to actually want to live any more, uh, a, a more equal world so that you'll just want to know. And I understand that's not always going to be the case. I 100 percent get it. This is just the way I would like things to be. But until then, if we can find a different space to be in and just say they them or just say their name until. I feel like that's a better that's a better place for all of us because it's not like the education isn't out there for you to get you don't always have to get it from that person
1: right message from just me.
9: oh my goodness Johnny's sick like i definitely get it i actually had a conversation with, with one of my cousins of which we actually fell out over the topic because she was basically saying that um as a, you know she's a teacher and automatically that it should be taught in schools so me being curious, I asked her a question and I was like, well, how would you go about it? And she was like, it's just that simple. Whatever pronouns that they tell you, go ahead and use it. So I asked her as a teacher, cause I said, it's not that simple. And I'm like, and this is where a lot of adults come from. If you teach, if you teach as a teacher, them, that, that them and they are poor pronouns, And that's actually the the definition of it. How do you go about teaching it the correct way of, like I said, by the definition, to also tell your students that it's singular when, when it has not been updated? Well,
0: I feel like, first of all, we use they, them to describe one person all the time. There are many situations where we already do that. I don't think it's as difficult as straight people think it is. Because I think if you're like, an, let's say it's an English class, and we're going over participles, singularities, all these other things, you would say, when we they, them, in this particular instance is how you use it. Now, if you go into another class, and they're talking about sex ed, and they're talking about pronouns, they're saying there are some people who go by they, them, and this is how you use it in a sentence. I don't think that it's anywhere near as difficult as you think to grasp. I really don't. I think that it's probably harder to grasp when, you know, it's everything is very straight centered and you're used to everything just being so damn binary. <laughs> I feel like that's what makes it hard to grasp, but I don't think it's anywhere near as hard as you as y'all really think. I really don't. I think that you teach it one way in English and then when you're talking about pronouns and respecting people, you say this is how you use it in a sentence. I really don't see yeah, I don't I don't see that issue. Alrighty, so let's go here. Yes, yes. Next topic, because it is time, child. Now, for the longest time, and it's, it really is right on topic. Um, for the longest time, I think that the the gay agenda air quotations has been something that I've been hearing about since I was a little itsy bitsy girl. I was born in eighty seven, by the way. I was like five and six hearing people go off about the the gay agenda and the uh, the homosexuals trying to take over and things of that nature. And I feel like the crazy part is, even though we all, even though all Black queer people know that's obviously not true, Um, we're not centered at all. We just are finally getting jobs and they are just scared. That's the only thing I can think of. And... um, I want people to understand that, at least from my point of view, I grew up in the straightest world possible. I didn't grow up seeing anything gay. Aaron, you grow up seeing anything gay?
1: Hell no.
0: Bruh. All I could do was use my imagination because I was fucking gay. But I did not <laughs> I didn't see anything. <laughs> there was nothing that was put out there. It wasn't in my books. It wasn't in my media. It obviously wasn't in school. So... The whole world prepared me to be straight. I just wanna, I just wanna go ahead and put that out there. Now, um, Aaron found an awesome video. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of Conscious Lee, but I, I appreciate his content.
3: Got it.
6: people from institutions and organizations a lot of people is going to fold these new representations of gayness or homosexuality or the lgbt community as them quote-unquote pushing it to kids i want to make another argument right now though you feel me this dialogue the presence of something does not equal something being pushed the presence of something does not mean it is being pushed the presence of black people Politically, socially, economically We there, we exist, we are present In those realms We are not being pushed politically Socially, economically You see what I'm saying? There are different systems in place Like capitalism, like neoliberalism You feel me? That allow for different entities to take the pain suffering progression of black people and they able to monetize that we don't get no bread from that we understand that as being used and abused we understand that it's being commodified it's being extorted it's being exploited you see what i'm saying it's performative activism a lot of us got to be able to recognize when it comes to a lot of the presence of shit in the lgbt community it really be performative activism or it literally this be merely be a presence of some lgbtq shit so this brand this company can open up to a new market it don't mean they care about the market you see what i'm saying just like we know when apple was selling rbg red black and green flag or airbods or mean that now apple was for the liberation or independence of black people that is the, that that means that they recognized there was a market for them to monetize how people black people uniquely want to be able to things that represent our symbols, represents our identities. To me, I feel like when it comes to seeing a lot of things in the LGBT community, when it comes to representations, everything that glitters ain't gold. And I think that us as black people, we be being facetious and not be being real when we just be like, man, they pushing it on us, man. They, 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 they about to just make it where We can't even choose, man. I ain't got no I ain't got no problem with the gays, but do we have to watch y'all on TV? I ain't got no problem with the LGBT community, but do y'all have to be on books? I don't have to, No problem. It's like, to me, I start to recognize how power operates there's no, there's no gay agenda I can recognize there's different ways That corporations and capitalism Have monetized the existence Or the struggle of LGBT community But I think that something being commodified And something being you know, Pushed is not the same thing I think that the black experience Is something that's also commodified but it's not being pushed. It's only being pushed for commodity and monetization of particular people and making sure that the money ain't getting to particular people. You feel me? We can make criticisms about how the, uh, how the LGBT community is ultimately ran by a bunch of gay white men. You feel me? You can make those, those criticisms about how white supremacy is also a, 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 a structuring thing for when it comes to the power hierarchy in the LGBT community. I know that in my undergraduate degree of African African American studies, when you're reading about integration and you start thinking about the ways in which white people backlash from seeing black representations on TV and swimming pools in classrooms, they say a lot of the same things. The, the hubris of white supremacy operates off of Centering negation. White supremacy to me operates in many different ways. I feel being able to center something in pure negation when we start thinking about how great the production of proud and prouder family is, and people want to reduce it to centering a- around negating homosexuality or negating transgender people. To me, it's to me the same hubris of white supremacy. It's the same hubris of thinking. They say white people would be like, I don't have no problem with the Negroes, but do my kids have to, you know what I'm saying? Be on the side of, them, you know, I don't have no problem with the Negroes, but do I have to share water fountains with them? I think it's the same logic. You see what I'm saying? And I want to be clear, not conflating race with gender. Intersectionality allows, lets you know, like you're watching Pride and Pride family, gay black people exist.
0: You see? Ooh, ooh, a word,
1: a word. Why intersectionality is so, so, so important.
0: And it's something that we should be talking about. That's why I'm saying like, And I'm so glad that um, he has the platform that he does and that he speaks the way he does as a straight black man. Because I feel like, um, I know that most black men will still call him a simp and everything. But a lot of them will be like, just because he's a straight black man, I will listen. Mm
1: -hmm. And he knows that. Because they ain't
0: going to listen to us. Hell no, they're not going to listen to us. Uh, Dr. Dark Truth. Oh, okay. There's
1: no sound that coming through.
0: must have been an accident, my bad. Anyway, um when you first um heard what he was uh saying, what did you think? Like what did you, when you first found it, what, what were you what was going through your mind?
1: I was like, first of all, this is a rare breed of straight black man that I <laughs> like this like he, everything that he was saying was facts. Like a lot of people think that Forget that, hey, you can be black and gay. Like, black gay people exist. Black trans people exist. A lot of the black community thinks that being queer, LGBT is a white thing or is, or it came from the white man to break down the nuclear black family all these other things. When we know, we say this every fucking episode, Before yes, we do. before Africa was colonized, sexuality was fluid and gender was fluid as well. And patriarchy did not exist.
0: And, it, like, it was literally, like, a non-binary society. Do you know that uh, Africans, um, the Yoruba, uh, before colonization, they wouldn't even give their child a gender until they grow- uh, got older and found out what energy they were giving off? Do you know how amazing that is? Us and our it, fucking stupid-ass gender reveals?
1: It's Yeah, I'm like, Do You wow, know what I'm wow, saying? Wow, we still, like, blowing shit up and popping fireworks and creating wildfires over a gender reveal
0: <laughs> bruh burned up all of california i live in colorado you know how long it was smelling like smoke okay people coughing in the mountains and shit just because y'all want to tell somebody you got a boy like ugh, so ridiculous and i really want you to actually play the next clip because um he really brings it together it's it uh, i have i'm gonna have it posted when i Go, move it to the Spotify so that you guys can see the, the full video in its entirety.
6: Nine straight people that I think will be amazing parents. I know a lot of non-straight people that are amazing parents as well. When I talk about being lost in the sauce of white supremacy, Massa is the one that taught us that we only had value based off of what based off of what we can produce. You feel me? On the plantation, we ain't had no value outside of what we could bring to the plantation. We can't have that same hubris of thinking when we start to value what's supposed to be in our community, outside of our community. It's a lot of cisgender straight people that cannot reproduce. You feel me? It's a lot of black people in our... It's a a lot of people throughout the archive of black folks that didn't have kids. But we would say they were able to put forth a lot in the black community. There are a lot of black leaders throughout our time that that did not have kids. We would not denigrate their legacy and say they don't mean nothing because they wasn't able to reproduce. A lot of times, folks will get real trivial when they start talking about the LGBT community, and you fold it in some shit about being pro-black and you fold it into being about you feel me, black liberation. Well, you say well they're not good for the black community because they can't create more black babies. That idea. Also goes towards black, straight people that either A cannot reproduce or B that do not want to reproduce. Mm. If some of us ain't free, then none of us is free is recognizing those cut and dry ways that you believe this is the good productive way to be black and this is not the good productive way to be black. A lot of times you really be perpetuating white
1: supremacy. I know it's what a word. Oh my god.
0: So good, so this is why good. I say
1: like a lot of these people on this fucking app like who claim to be so pro black they're really not because you were taught okay. down on black women, you were taught down on black gay men, you were taught down on black trans people you're not pro black you're pro straight black people, straight straight black yeah. men, quite frankly, you can't pick and choose black. you're taking the white man's ideology and we're putting black on it. Patriarchy wasn't made for Black
0: men. I mean, listen, I I, I don't know. Uh, Go ahead and pick which message, baby. (laughs) The
5: question for Aaron, S-Y-D. Are y'all a part of the L-B, the alphabet community? Like, Are y'all bi, gay, or something in effect? I'm just out of curiosity.
0: Yes, this is a black queer podcast. Yeah. Black and gay as fuck
10: over here. So we're done. So you know, I'm out here living my best life. Niggas is eating those and shit, you know. Turning up with the bums. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be out here, like, doing what I gotta do for my people and shit. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Shit be crazy out here. You gotta stay woke, man. You gotta stay woke. No cap, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. You gotta have all the good energy and all the positive vibes around you and all the wokeness and all the grand risingness and all that. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm just trying to eat this this whoa, uno's right whoa, now and be great, man. That's it, bro. Like ah, man, shit got me all over the place, man. I'm just a little scattered brain right now, but I just want to say ah.
4: Okay. <laughs>
5: I'm sorry about that message. Listen, I got a question, Aaron. You were saying about white supremacy. Isn't it possible that Chinese, China can have a Chinese supremacy? I'm sure they won't call it that, but if they like to rule the East and conquer, they will have a Chinese supremacy. Um, isn't it possible that anybody can possibly get to a point where they can have any kind of supremacy, black, red, blue, orange, or plaid supremacy? Why is supremacy only counted to white people is supremacy only counted to white human people other humans can't have a supremacy Uh, i just want to know
0: they can have a supremacist uh, some they can have a supremacistic uh, mindset about themselves but no they cannot Uh, i'm letting you know now because colonization
1: yeah this idea of supremacy in general came from whiteness
0: colonization yeah colonization (laughs) so when we
1: hear um a lot of hoteps, uh, more as Hebrew Israelites, whatever. I've been hearing a lot of, oh, we're going to take over or black supremacy rhetoric or black nationalism. But they're using the same ideology as the white man. White. Dividing, exactly. It's dividing they just
0: put face on it. It's literally the same exact ideology. Um, and I, And I'll be honest with you. You use China as an example. I don't know what's going on over there. Um. <laughs> so so, I, I, I don't know how, what I what I could possibly say to that shit. Um, but I am, but because colonization is something that is so widespread and something that affects so many of us, and it doesn't just and you have to remember white supremacy doesn't just affect black people. It literally affects everybody who's just not white.
1: I have one more video clip. Let's
6: do it. In value. And what I know is that a lot of people in my community are lost in the sauce of white supremacy because you've copied and pasted these real rigid-ass ways that white supremacy say things are valid or not valid. You see what I'm saying? Like, hey, a lot of us be lost in the sauce of production and value. Meaning that we only see our identities being measured by our production, which is how we get our value. I think that's a bad way of understanding humanity because it forces us to always be locked into this dehumanizing way of relating to each other that says, I don't give a damn who you are, or what you are, it's all about how productive you are and how much value you bring to me. A lot of times it's what people can be ableist, you feel me, or people can be sexist, or in this instance you see how people can be heteronormative or, homo- or, or homophobic. And too, for people in the crowd and say this, I ain't homophobic, I ain't scared of them. I ain't worried about them This is the perfect example That shows the narrative Of how fear really structures A lot of how fear really influences A lot of y'all dispositions If you try to weaponize The existence of kids Against the representation of LGBTQ in media you are, you are evoking fear You are saying they trying to push this on our kids As if the LGBT community Are trying to make kids gay to me, I think it's important. As a straight person, I recognize real early when I start getting into literature and start having meaningful conversations. The LGBT community is not trying to turn no, not trying to turn no kids gay. They're not trying to turn no kids out. They're merely trying to make it where kids can be adults and be in that community.
1: Yeah, that's like, like I'm saying um, <laughs> if this um, quote unquote gay agenda means to exist and you know not be harassed no. then sure there's a gay agenda at this point I, I keep saying it's not but if they, if the gay agenda because that's all it is we just want to exist and not be harassed and literally do the same things that straight people can do if that's what no. it means and if that's an agenda then fuck it because white folks I said mean, that, that was a, a black agenda Seeing black people on TV and white folks said that that was an agenda. And oh my God, they everywhere. Black people exist. Black gay men exists.
0: Bro, oh, thank the Lord. Now, when we talk about black people kind of not um, being a monolith, I think one of the first things um, that I thought of was that you know not all black people are Christian. That was the first thing I thought of, honestly.
1: Oh, my God, let's get into it.
0: Bruh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I actually found a little article that I'm going to read. It's going to be posted in the Spotify link when I upload it later. Um, Black Americans describe combating racism and sexism as essential to their faith and recognize Black church for vehicles for promoting equality and helping the vulnerable and needy. African Americans report that the religious communities help them establish a sense of agency and control over their lives even when they feel politically powerless. And yet Black Americans, especially young people, have become significantly significantly less likely to identify with organized religion. They have also become significantly less likely to belong to a church, mosque, or synagogue. In the period from 1998 to 2000, 78% of African-Americans belonged to a religious con- congregation. In 2008 to 2010, it was 70%. In the period from 20, eight, 2016 to 2018, that number dropped to sixty-five percent in the period of, from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. It was fifty-nine percent. Although Black Americans remain significantly more likely than whites, and especially <laughs> Hispanics, to be a member of a church, uh, synagogue, or mosque, um, the gap between Blacks and whites have been sh- have been shrinking because the decline has been has been sharper for the former than the latter. So we're seeing even statistically that we are drawing away from the church. And I honestly feel like it's always been this way, but it wasn't socially acceptable for us to step away from the church. It was too ingrained. And I believe that as the generations has passed, it's been easier for us to be like, nah, I'm not going. No, I, feel, I, really, I really feel like that's really where it is right now. And and you know, if y'all didn't know, um, I practice African spirituality. Aaron is an atheist. Um, we've kind of been in that bucket where it's like, when people find out that we're not Christian, it's just like clutch oh pearls God, hands you're over black. Face.
1: You're black, you're supposed to believe in something. You're black, we gotta mm-hmm. suffer to get places. That's what we gotta <laughs> do. I, I, a lot of um, black people, are re- I'm no longer interested into subscribing into a religion that's not gonna end white supremacy. And if it's not committed to ending white supremacy, I don't wanna be a part of it. And Christianity wasn't made for black folks.
0: It wasn't. And and that's because that's not the religion that we had before Um, colonization. Straight up. I'm just being honest. Like, I don't know. And what's sad is, is that it's been so um, injected into us as a society that when somebody finally goes outside of those norms, it's so upsetting, especially for the
1: older community. Like, they be about to have a damn heart attack. Like, you're Black and you're atheist? Oh, my God, it's the end of the world.
0: Did you, didn't you say you went to church recently?
1: I did. I said, girl, let me see what's going on. <laughs> I was, just to see if, you know, they became, well, tell me what, as soon as I walked in, they were talking about gay people. Black gay men. Oh, my
0: God.
1: I said, and girl, I all right.
0: <laughs> and you want me to come here and feel safe? How do you expect me to stay within that religion? I just, I, I don't, that part I don't understand.
1: And not to mention that the crowd size, because I don't know if you noticed, the church crowd sizes today like are going down. Like It's barely anybody in the fucking church, to be honest, because we're Bro, doing our research and we're realizing the hypocrisy.
0: And on top of that, like with all of those mega churches that we grew up with, all of those pastors that just took advantage of their congregation, uh, Creflo Dollar, my mom used to call them Crooked Dollar. Because of all the things that he did, this, this man's buying planes and shit like, ugh, the hypocrisy. And, and again,
1: then I feel like it's... You would never catch me trying to convert anyone to being an atheist. I'm not the type to, like, oh, well, God. I believe that everyone has their own way of finding their own peace. And as much shit as black folk has been through on this earth, I could see why we are very religious like that. Because it's like, damn, maybe there's just some hope that after all this shit is over, I get that. My problem is, is when you try to force it on everyone else that's existing. On, you're black, so that if you're black, then you need to be a Christian. Just mind your business. Bruh. that honestly,
0: it gave me when Biden said, "If you don't vote for me, you're not black."
1: Girl, I'm so sick We're... of his snapping turtle face ass. He, he,
0: bro, oh, he <laughs> needs to go to hell. He should. You know what? Let me shut up. Let me hush. I don't know who. Girl,
1: because you know the FBI. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always got to be throwing an acronym. Um, go ahead and uh, uh pick a message. Let's
1: see. Yeah, the
11: thing is, atheism is not a religion. That's that's what that's the thin line. People fail to see it's not a religion, it's just a stance. We like on the obvious, like you know, you're just not convinced. And people say, Oh, if you're an atheist, you go off by science, you know, that's your religion. Like, nigga, no. No, religion requires a God or a system, a dogmatic, whatever, a set of rules and structures, you know, something like that. And it requires something. It requires a belief that something is higher above you and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. science, nah, right. it's just it's just not nah. just what we use to see what we hear. I'm
1: going to be honest. And I thank you for saying that. I'm going to be honest. And like, mm. I'm just being real. Um, I believe that. As humans, we are insignificant beings. I don't think that we have the mental capacity to be able to understand what God is. I see, I think we see all the bad things that's going on and we say it's the devil, and if it's good, we say it's God. We are afraid of our own mortality. We we are afraid to just admit that we just don't know.
0: It's true. It's true. I completely agree. Whew.
1: Next message.
5: What I'm trying to say, because Aaron said, mind your business, and I feel as though there is no such thing of ending any kind of supremacy unless just through bloodshed and violence. There, there's really no other way. You can't stop thought, which is going to lead to, to action. And you can you can stop some action, but not every creep and micro uh, action. Where we are gonna hold hands and sing Kumbaya with that old Negro spirit? It, right. That's a delusion. So the only way you could do it is to to separate as best as possible. Take a page from the Islamic group where they separate genders of a separation as best they can. And that way, when you separate two daycare kids from fighting in a daycare, you don't keep them together and hope for the best because it's going to be some problems. You separate them so when the parents come in, they're safe why do they can't fight if they separated why, why, why do people think if you keep something all mixed together it's just going to automatically uh, everybody goes just tolerate it no it's going to eventually be some arguing aggression and then violence
1: you guys
0: I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what you are talking about no <laughs> like when I, honestly I
1: was, <laughs> when I said mind your business I was talking about people who like to force their bel- religious beliefs on everyone that's what
0: that yeah, was I, mean, I was talking about. At least, yeah, I'm not sure.
11: Yeah, Yo, just, facts, yeah. facts. That whole self-accountability thing where folks be blaming God and blaming for the devil, blaming the devil for the things that go off in their life. I'm like, no, it was all you. I was with you yeah. when you texted that girl when you said you wanted to fuck. And now it was three months later, your woman found out. Bro, no, that was all you. Man, I was with you when you stole that. And now you got caught up. No, that wasn't the devil. That was you, nigga. (laughs) Whatever you want to say in your mind, no, that was you. Yes, and I agree with you another way because I don't think there's a way we can actually physically tell and actually know if there is a higher power or a being or a deity above us. That's where faith comes in. But you know everybody knows that faith is not a very secure way to go off of all the time. But you know, yeah. you live and you learn and people gonna people. People gonna spout out what makes them feel comfortable even though they don't know the truth. But you know what? People gonna people and that's beautiful. Shouts out to the panel.
0: Period. Clap, 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 clap. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause it's so true. They be blaming the devil for everything. Never want to take no goddamn account the devil trying to get me, man. Bitch, you impregnated Keisha. Nobody else did. (laughs) Like, I don't know what you thought was going to happen. The devil didn't say, "Mm, hmm, it off. But nobody,
1: sorry. The devil (laughs) devil took my card. No, girl, the devil did not take your card. You wasn't able to make the payments on time because your (laughs) eyes were bigger than your pockets. And now look where you at
0: but you was trying to flex and now you got a repo Look, this is not this is not what oh, the devil trying to take me
1: down I need you to stop I need you to stop and ooh, I'm gonna rip the band off this one girl if these bullets oh, fly let it touch the group spirit but girl I feel like we're so quick to say the devil did this and the devil did this when it comes to like shit that we're going through we like to say it's the devil and we don't question God enough
0: mm damn
1: girl
8: it's It's kind of like how
0: there was bro it's kind of like there was slavery and of course black people was being like you know the devil has us in chains instead of being like god why aren't you helping
1: well he works in mysterious ways and like he come you can't tell him when to show up he come right on top imagine going to a homeless person like literally like nowhere to stay just on the sidewalk just keep having faith And you know he'll be there right on time, even though you've been on the fucking side of the street for 10 goddamn years. Just keep believing in white Jesus and you know he'll be there for you. (laughs) They ain't trying to hear that shit. Cause I was that happened to me. That happened to me when I was homeless, when I was kicked out for being queer and had was people was trying to tell, well, you know, just keep having faith. I'm trying to find something to eat.
0: And you're and you are legitimately talking to me about I need to have. Some faith. I want to drop kick you out of fucking window.
1: That's a spit in my face, to be honest.
0: It really is. Or like I remember, uh, I, and I'm sure a lot of everybody watched before you. I thought it was such an awesome line when she was talking about when people would say that God has a plan after her father died, or be like, "It's okay." Like, and I'm just like, "How the fuck do you tell her that?" Someone took your daddy, but guess what? It was all in God's plan. Are, are so so? God's a fucking psychopath.
1: Oh my god, he killed
0: somebody who did nothing wrong.
1: I'm just I'm glad God saw something in my child that bus crash, even though it killed 20 other kids in the bus crash. My God saw something. Okay, but what about the other fucking kids? Did he not see something?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense, it really doesn't make sense. And I feel like a lot of times, um, we already have like all of these different indoctrinations about keeping faith and doubting Thomas and don't you dare um, question this. And to the point where I was hearing things in churches growing up, like don't watch the news. I'm not joking. They said that's secular TV. I was sitting in the back with my mom and I remember my mom was like reading her verse in the Bible that he had gone to. And then when he started talking, I remember she closed the book and she started listening deep. And she, cause he was like, no, you cannot watch the news. You can't watch anything that is outside of your spirituality because this is you taking on secular, the secular world. And my mom is like, so if the weather changes, I'm not supposed to, we, we never went back to that church, right? But then we saw another mega church. This is a really small church that this happened in. Then we see a mega church. I don't remember if it was John Hagee, Rod Parsley. It's so sad, I know all these niggas' names. That's how you know I grew up in a church. I don't remember who it was, but he basically said the same thing. You need to turn off the news. You need to turn off all of these things and get into your Bible. Stop using, like, I was just like, what? When an ideology speaks to you like that, that should be an issue. I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know which messages you want to play.
10: (laughs) I think it's funny how people talk about God and being atheists and cracking jokes and all this stuff, man. But you know, when you're on your deathbed and you sit in there and the last thoughts you have is to be somewhere pleasant you know, regardless whether you believe in God or not, I'm pretty sure at that time you're going to wonder. So it is what it is. So, you know, y'all keep that same energy when y'all time come.
1: Well, here's the thing a lot of, believe it or not, because someone um, on this panel, uh, one show on here, they was talking about abortion. And then someone told me, he was like, Well, you do know if your mom aborted you, you wouldn't be here. And I was like, Okay, I. Nothing cannot exist. If I'm not here, I don't have a think piece because I don't exist. So telling me, oh, well, you ain't going to be here one day, believe it or not, doesn't really, sudden death doesn't really, you know, scare but folks I like feel that. Like,
0: but, I, but not even that. I feel like the one thing that we need to notice from that comment is how he is speaking from a place of fear is we have been told our entire lives that we are going to burn up in hell, Dante's Inferno. We are going to sit in the lake of fire and burn for eternity. I remember all of the things. And I remember that's one of the things that kept me Christian. I was like, I need to believe in Jesus just in case because what if something happened? And I don't, you know, I was shit. If there's someplace good, I want to get there.
1: Quite frankly, a lot of people, I feel like, are you Christian because you just don't want to go to hell just in case there is a hell? Or are you Christian- because you just genuinely want to be a Christian. I feel like most people, I'm sorry, they're Christian because of fear. And you, we can't accept the fact that some people, fear mongering, they got out of that. So it's like, how dare you say these things and not be afraid of the afterlife? Because you're supposed to be fear you're supposed to be so scared. That's not a God I wanna worship when it comes to like this whole fear it's shit.
0: True. Like I, I always think to myself, like, damn, why is that something that y'all wanna that y'all wanna do, cause that don't make no sense.
1: It's now, like you're and not religion, even strong enough to be able to ask yourselves, is this a something that, that we automatically know or is it something because it was taught to you from on and on and on, tradition?
0: Exactly. Like we're just literally doing what our parents did, teaching us to pray from when we were like old
1: enough to talk. If I was born, I guarantee you, if I was born in the Middle East, I wouldn't be raised no fucking Christian it depends on where you're at in the world as well
0: it does it does and also it also goes to colonization that the fact that it there's not a whole lot of countries that you wouldn't grow up christian in
1: let's talk about
0: it Uh, listen but i don't want to go ahead and and derail because religion is only one aspect of um Black people just not being a monolith. There's a lot of different things, especially when you're Black and queer, that the rest of the community will tell us is a white thing, is something else. So I have um, two videos. Uh, They're short, but I just wanted to play it for you because I thought the perspective was so spot on, like honestly.
1: Girl, it's not lonely, the
0: ghetto. Of course, of course, the ghetto. God damn it, just as I was making a beautiful point. You see that shit? <laughs> like, they don't want me to be great, y'all. The internet don't want me to be great, and I don't understand why. I do so good. I do so much for y'all. Um, but I just remember, especially growing up, all the time, being that I just did different things and I lived differently. I was homeschooled. I was homeschooled. I didn't even know what queer was, just knew that I was different. Um, I it was such a it was such a hard navigation because I remember getting through like, just getting through any of it. It was like, oh, well you sound white, you talk white, um, like like and I was just like, I'm just expressing myself because I was homeschooled. I only got one way of talking. I'm sorry. And my whole thing was I feel like that was that whole interaction was something that bred um almost a xenophobia of some kind I remember growing up because I remember thinking Black Americans don't like me. Black island people like me but Black Americans don't like me
5: Mm.
0: and that shit was crazy because it was the furthest thing from the truth. They were just conditioned to believe anything outside of what their norm was was white at the time Obviously, you get older, you start meeting a bunch of other people that you're just like, oh, damn, I'm glad that that small group of people doesn't have a holding on all of them. But at the same time, it's one of those things that I feel like is uh, super important for us to actually sit back and listen to. At one point, going out for swimming, going out for tennis, going out for hockey, going out for all of these different sports was looked at as very, very fucking whitewashed. No, mm. not something that black people did black, uh, black skateboarders black um, rock singers all of these things even though we started rock music to begin with Jesus. even, uh, even with all of those things we were still looked at as like oh that's a white thing because you listen to that type of music or you do that like no like that shit is, is bananas to me
1: I'm going to play some of these messages sorry we got a lot of messages so if I'm not playing yours it's because like girl it's a lot <laughs>
11: Hey, yo facts for real bro It's just that um, like I was saying earlier People only believe because they're scared And it makes them comfortable Like really like they're scared of what Happens after death you know what I'm saying Or what after life whenever you die Like cause we don't know as humans we don't know We may never know and you know I can understand how the belief of a god That loves you and watches over you And guides your life until you die And you meet him in the afterlife Nigga that shit sounds beautiful It sounds like a movie that's gonna come out But we don't really know. And for the ones that's honest with themselves and saying they don't believe or they're just not convinced, they're much more, I gonna say they're much more happier, but they, they're not really worried about that. They're worried about what they're doing for themselves. And that's both good and bad because it can show you that humans can do this and humans can do that with or without a God, respectfully. But shout out to the panel though.
1: Right. Like, especially like, we've been conditioned to like, believe in something. It's like when I tell people, oh, I don't believe. It's like, well, you have to believe in something. It's like, why though? Like, where do we get this? <laughs> why do I have to believe in something outside of myself? Why do I have to believe in, like, this whole suffering to get things? Why do I have to subscribe to that? Like, and, where did it come and I, from? And they can they can never answer it. It's like, well, you just got to do it. Like, no. Tell me why. Why do I have to do that? Just because right. everyone else is doing it?
0: It's what your grandma grew up with, and they told you that's how you get to heaven, and now you're worried about my soul. And, like, I just need you guys to know also that y'all's religion have you doing some fucked up things to people. Straight
1: up. Because let me tell you something who I'm really scared of. These white Christians should be shooting up movie theaters and shooting up churches and shit. That's who Mm. I'm scared of, to be honest. Mm.
0: (laughs) mm. If we really going to put it out there, if we really going to say it, I'm just... I don't know, I've kind of gotten to a point in my life where I'm not about to go ahead and, and argue with people no more. Like, it's honestly to the point where it's like, argue with your mammy on that shit. But also, <laughs> straight up, but also to the Black queers who are listening, um, to the people who this platform is for, I need you to understand that your Blackness is not in question because of what you do, what you wear, or what you like.
1: mm
0: that is not what defines your blackness. I'm sorry. Black is
1: black is black.
0: <laughs> Bruh. No matter what, like, no, that's not something that somebody can go ahead and revoke from you. Oh, I got to take your black card. Nigga, it was never yours. You can't take nothing from me. And I was told my entire life oh, well, you're just it gets to the point where it's like, you're not about to tell me how black I am because I am very fucking black and very fucking proud. And no matter what you say or how you spin it, that's never going to take that from me. Mm -hmm. Period. Especially as hard as I go for my people,
1: child. Right. It's always black folks at the forefront in a lot of these. But anyways... Bro, I hate that agenda or that little point
11: black folks be trying to make. Like I tell folks that I'm agnostic or I'm an atheist. Like, oh wow, so you 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 with the white people, huh? Oh, they just assume like you just disbelieve in just a, just not a black thing. Basically, all black people must believe in God. But nigga, no, we don't.
1: Which doesn't make no. sense when they say, like, I've always wondered, like, how since when has atheism become a white thing? Isn't Christianity a white? I'm confused. Okay listen Mm. (laughs) it's the Mm. other
0: way around ain't it i was like um you are literally worshiping within the religion of your oppressors you really want to talk to me about what's white
10: girl i mean i'm definitely speaking from a place of fear because you know i have a child but people like y'all probably would never know what that feels like because you know you're involved with whatever you're involved with and that's that and it wasn't meant for you to have children Especially if you know you're um, homosexual. That's not supposed to happen for you. Or you're queer or lesbian or whatever you so whatever you guys claim. It wasn't in the car for you guys at all. So, you know, because if it was, it would be possible for you. But...
1: It's just so funny. I can't even get mad at him because when I tell you, my dad said, my parents said the same thing because they really thought it wasn't going to happen to them. Oh, my son's not going to be gay. My son's not going to question things. My son's not going to be an atheist. And look where they're at now. Bruh. Your children and are going to, funny. like, especially when they're adults, you're going to, whether you like it or not, you're they're going to make decisions for themselves. And that's all they're I would say with explore. that.
0: They're going to explore. I'm sorry. And, and I'm just really sad for people who live within that fear all the time, 24-7. It, it really has y'all treating f- your family members fucked up. It has y'all being complete bigots and then using Jesus to be like, that's my excuse for treating you like shit when really you're just a shitty person.
1: It's like, it's amazing to me how it's like, well, God says this and it's an abomination and that's why. Okay, well, the next time a white friend says, well, I don't believe, well, my God says you're an abomination. Get your black hat. You're not supposed to buddy here. You need to go back to where you came from because that's what it says, and I believe in that. You remember what the fuck you said about your own people who happen to be gay. Keep that same energy. Right. You, that's your opinion, right? That's just your opinion. Well, I don't voice my opinion that I don't believe you're supposed to be here. You fucking taking over all this fucking shit. Remember the shit that you said?
0: Mm. Mm. And you know what? Also, it's just again, I I really hate this for us. The the fact that there are clan members who are going to use the fact that in the Bible, they say that apparently black people were the descendants of Ham. They There are like white people that got cursed black or some shit. I, I, so if they say that, we supposed to be like, you know what? It's in the Bible. So, hey, I guess we got to try and get girl, back. That's, to just, that's,
1: that's their opinion, girl. I mean, if, if that's what they, look, that's what they want, that makes some of you niggas mad. But y'all would take the same Bruh. white rhetoric, the same white supremacist rhetoric, and apply it on your own people, just because they happen to be
3: gay.
0: Bruh. I think that it's one of those things, like, that we are constantly going to be fighting, which really sucks, because literally the topic is, black people are not a monolith. It's okay that we're not like you, dude. It's okay.
1: He left some messages. I'm sure it's, it's not going to change anything, but...
0: Oh, listen. We not oh, going to into God. that. We we can't go into that because I don't even got ten minutes left. I gotta go. So, <laughs>
1: well, there you go.
0: Listen, we have we, we you will have to come back to argue with me another day. Thank you for the listen, though. I Appreciate you. Um, I one thing that I, I want to constantly say because I really love this platform so much that Aaron and I have created because this is us creating a safe space for black and black queer people, and making sure that even at the same time where we always still hold that safe space, also still holding people accountable, no matter what it is or what's going on, because if you hurt the community, you hurt all of us.
1: Mm, mm, girl, because I can't tell you how many times, for example, we call out someone like R. Kelly, y'all quit the tag on the black man and y'all must be trying to uphold white supremacy. Then we call out white folks. Oh, y'all racist, y'all don't like white folks. Anyone can get dragged and held accountable. Exactly.
0: And that's what this platform is for. That's what this platform is always going to be about. Um, and welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the fact that we don't give a fuck. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, I want to thank everybody for all of your engagement. I want to thank everybody for all of your listens. We'll make sure to come back to you with another amazing show on Friday. Um, and I can't wait to see y'all in the next one, and I'm going to let my little Eric Booth take it away.
1: Period. It's your girl, it's your boy, it's your neither, Erin, a.k.a. your favorite Bush Queen, giving you all the tea and all the shape. Her usual. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Earth is Ghetto podcast. The Earth is Ghetto podcast is now on Spotify. If you search Earth is Ghetto podcast on Spotify, it should come up. And you can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in our bio. And our Earth is Ghetto podcast Instagram page. Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same for our TikTok as well. We will see you hoes Friday. Bye, boo. Bye.